buckle up for a new episode of Home Hunters, the one and only podcast designed to teach you how to get into your dream home. This podcast is hosted by Sammy Ahmed, an up-and-coming realtor in the greater Vancouver area, passionate about the community he serves. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or thinking of getting into an investment property and not sure where to begin, this is the place for you. Sit back, relax, and listen in on local realtors, business owners, and community leaders talk about the current state of the market, as well as their personal experiences. All right, well, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's... uh the start to something very cool for you this year. Definitely. And that start for me happened last year. So we're pretty much at a similar timeline. But today we really wanted to just talk about what that mindset looks like for a winning agent. And I think really like when we were talking about this, we really wanted to just have other agents look at this conversation and go, okay, like this is an amazing tool for me to be able to recognize what traits I need to implement. And then also, I think it'll be good for our clients because when they look at this video, they go, okay, well, that is what I need from my realtor, right? But before we get into that, let's just start talking about how we got here. Do you wanna go first? For sure. Okay, cool. So my name is Sim, Sim Shoker, and I am a licensed realtor in the Vancouver and Lower Mainland area. I started in real estate actually. First, I got my bachelor's in forensic investigation from BCIT. And then uh, shortly after the pandemic hit and I kind of felt stuck where I was Mm career-wise. And then I just started attending seminars, educating myself on real estate investing in general because that was one of my main goals in life was, you know, multifamily building and just get my investment portfolio going. And then I eventually did buy a property during the pandemic at a very young age and that just led me to getting my license and i just realized that real estate really combines all of my passions in one like educating others empowering others investing working with families and um just putting out education that's not really taught to us in school and so i felt very very fulfilled while i was doing the course and now starting off it's just it's been amazing and yeah i think you are one of the rare examples of people our age being able to actually afford a property so kudos to you thank you so much for getting that done at a young age i mean you know that's what i deal with a lot of times where you know our friends are you know our uh, age group is now in a position where okay you know they're either moving out or they're starting families um, and they want their own place but you know some of the prices and we don't want to get into prices right now or just try to discourage any of the millennials trying to get into the market. But I mean, it's it's difficult. So you need a roadmap to be able to figure out, okay, this is what I need to do to be able to get to here. And this is the path that I need to carve. And I think with you having done that already, it's going to be so much easier for you to then educate your clients on how to replicate what you've already done. So if I was, you know, Uh, a a person who's looking to purchase their first home or their first investment property our age is just going to be easier for me to hire you because you've already done it I agree yeah I've been on the other side so I I know the struggles and the stress that comes along with it and 
buying a property sucks like it's a lot of finances and stress yeah. so I like being on this side now because I've dealt with that and take off that stress off of somebody else and just be that educator and mentor and supporter because it is possible and it's freaking amazing when you have an asset that appreciates yeah. and you got that cash flow. It's just a stress-free passive income afterwards and yeah, it sets you up financially really and well. You know, you nailed it. It's an asset that appreciates. So I feel as though a lot of folks that have the ability to borrow um, tend to invest in depreciating assets more than they do uh, appreciating assets. So they, they take on liabilities or, or bad debt more than they do good debt, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and going back to what you mentioned earlier where I just don't think the education system clarifies what good versus bad debt actually is. Because I can tell you when, when I was you know, going through uni and coming out of high school, I just literally had no idea how to manage finances and I had no clarity behind good versus bad debt and and in my in my school of thought I always thought okay a loan is a loan so a car loan is just as big as a home loan right but we don't get taught that a home actually appreciates in value yeah. so you can then go buy that car afterwards mm -hmm. right but what a lot of people do is they'll get that dream car and they go apply for a mortgage and they don't get approved unless they pay off that car. Sometimes it's either I have enough of a down payment or I have enough to pay off the car, right? So, okay, well, you know, I wanna talk about myself because you've been talking about all by yourself and I want the attention now on me and I wanna introduce to the folks that are watching this video that I too am a local Vancouver realtor and my purpose is to be able to help you build generational wealth um, and by the way you too because you can't write a contract for yourself to you know just hit homeboy up if you want to buy your next investment property but you as well as the rest of the folks that are my clients I want them to be able to build a generational wealth through the um, use of strategic real estate investments and I feel as though oftentimes people you know, get into their first door, get into their first home, and it's just it, mm -hmm. right? Where we just talked about how real estate is actually an appreciating asset. So oftentimes my conversations with my clients look like, okay, well, here's when you bought your property, here's where you are now, and let's talk about how much equity you have, and can we be in a position to have your money make you more money as you sleep, right? And you'll be surprised and like oftentimes I get like, what are you talking about? We already have a home. We don't want another home. You know, like we're good with what we bought. Like we, we're not in a position to upgrade. Like we're already stretched with a mortgage. But then you, you peel back the layer a little bit and you go, okay, well, this is what a home equity line of credit will look like. Mm -hmm. This is the interest rate. This is what rent you will collect from purchasing an investment property and you are back to flat. You haven't moved any money. You're not losing any money. On the other hand, you're actually building equity for the property that you just purchased. And I feel like that is just another educational tool that needs to be out there a little bit more. Because you know, here we are talking about how can we get first time home buyers, millennials into their first property. But I think we need to take it a step up and also go, okay, well, for the folks that have been out of the real estate market for quite some time, 
Do they even know how much buying power they actually have, right? And can we help these amazing people build a better retirement plan mm -hmm. through strategic real estate investment? So that is sort of my purpose. That is, that's like my jam. That's what I like to do. So tell me, how is real estate going now? And like, how is it different than what you expected it to be? Yeah, so my first year has been going amazing. And just like any business, there's a lot of ups and downs. So I expected just going in, you know, sticking to my true values, being a good person, adding value to others, and just being that hard worker and bringing my work ethic and finding properties that really, like you were saying, create that generational wealth or the cash flow, the appreciation, and just really looking into the investment side of things as well. Um, you quickly realize that a lot of, a lot of times running a business from the ground up is really stressful and just like mm -hmm. any other business real estate's the same it's not just you show a couple houses and people write an offer or you do an open house and that's it it's there's a lot of back-end stuff that you need to do a lot of um, studying reviewing documents just making sure that the property that the client is wanting to get really suits their needs and like I said, running a business, there's it's an emotional roller coaster. Like I've cried more times than anything, but it's honestly you and I both. <laughs> yeah. But it's so worth it because you're investing that time into yourself. Mm -hmm. So all that effort, that energy you put in, it's to grow your business, mm -hmm. right? It's you're helping others. So I think it really has been fulfilling my true purpose, which is actually empowering others to do to invest and grow their financial abundance, right? Yeah. And another expectation that I had and um, quickly realized is a lot of people said real estate could be cutthroat between other realtors, but it was the exact opposite mm -hmm. of that. Like me and you, for example, yeah. um, I expressed to you, like, I really want to have a YouTube channel. I want to do videos. I want to, you know, like run a business and be a team leader and a mentor. And you stepped in and was like, come on, Sim, let's do a YouTube video. And I made an account. So aligning yourself with realtors is, is going to add more success into your business than Absolutely. anything. And it's not cutthroat at all between realtors. Everybody's very helpful. And yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of times what we expect is what we get, right? And you and I have talked about this a lot where whatever we put out in the universe is exactly what's going to happen, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, the saying of, okay, realtors are cutthroat and they're not on each other's sides, I think stems from um, realtors' commitment to their clients and wanting to go out uh, to get the best possible deal for their clients. Mm -hmm. And I think somewhere along those lines, the message becomes very confusing where, okay, in order for, for us to be able to do the best for our clients, we need to be able to collaborate with the other side. Mm -hmm. And and again, so if your intent is to just fight your way through and, you know, you're expecting to deal with sharks and, you know, you're you wanted to watch the few reality TV shows mm -hmm. where you see some brutal ass things and, and you go, okay, holy shit, like I, I'm gonna have to really step it up. But in all reality, I have not experienced that whatsoever with the exception of a few, a couple of times, but you know, that's your um, autonomy as your, your own business owner and your own boss to go, okay, well, maybe that's the person that I wouldn't wanna work with next time. Exactly. Because my experience has been questionable 
and I don't know if I can accomplish the best for my client should I work with this particular realtor. And that's the type of decision you get to make as your own boss, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but I think there's an immense opportunity for realtors to collaborate and everyone that I've worked with, you know, through multiple different brokerages, including yourself, has been just amazing uh, to be around. And um, so you nailed it there. Yeah, totally agree. Realtors will add to excess, not take away from it. Absolutely. Mm. There's enough to go around. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sim, how do you set goals for yourself? For me, I'm a very visual person. So the way I set goals is by journaling, writing things down, and also just having maybe a piece of paper or something physical. Um, for example, another realtor gave me an idea where, you know those Monopoly houses? Yeah. Getting two jars, one is you put all those houses in one jar and the deals you do, you keep adding it to the oh next jar God, for the deal. Oh my so cool. Yeah, so it's physical and yeah. then you see it and you're more motivated to get things done, right? So. I'm very visual, so I, those are some of the nice. practices. I'm I getting use. jars now. <laughs> That's such a good idea. Why, do, why don't more people do that? You need that? those Monopoly houses. <laughs> yeah. So like how many Monopoly sets do I need to go through <laughs> Not to sure. find enough? I guess that depends on how big my goal is, right? Yeah, so that's true. yeah. I mean, that's an excellent idea. So what does your goal look like for this year? What type of goals do you have uh, for 2022? So some of the goals I have, and I'm going to speak of them like they already happened. We were talking about quantum leaps. Yes. So I've provided education and empowerment to many people on my social media and also educated millennials to buy properties and invest. I've already helped 36 families this year <laughs> and I'm rookie of the year. Nice. And I have been named social media realtor on Property Spark. Wow. Yeah. That is so cool. <laughs> I love that. And and I hope people were able to really look at just the, the the energy that you just put out there right now and the excitement that you had when you mentioned those goals and targets as if they already existed. And I think that's so powerful. So mm -hmm. I'll do the same. I'll follow your path. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'll share some of my ambitions for this year. So I have a team of 15 real estate agents. Um, working alongside me as part of the Empire Real Estate Group. Mm -hmm. I have 45 deals completed. Um, in fact, my jar is full with 45 little Monopoly houses <laughs> um, in December. Um, I have six streams of income uh, with real estate accounting for three, mm -hmm. uh, which will be main business, uh, referral business or splits, you can call them, um, as well as real estate investments uh, would, would be my three primary uh, streams. And I, I want to be able to kind of get out there and get uh, a little bit more clarity around what I can do to be more flexible in terms of making my year on targets. Because really, the ultimate goal is for me to be able to travel um, to essentially work from anywhere. Mm -hmm. And that is my reasonings behind having a large team where I'm able to funnel enough business to my team members, which I already have started, which allows me to be able to focus on different areas of the industry. Hey, so you've got some ambitious goals and I'm confident you're gonna be able to achieve every single one of them. Hey, so you've got some really ambitious goals and I'm completely confident that you're gonna be able to hit every single one of them. 
Who do you rely on to be able to get a little bit closer to those goals? Like, do you have any mentors or like coaches or anything like that? Yeah. So that saying where it says it takes a whole village to raise a kid. Right. It's so true. Even in business, it takes a whole village to run a business. So I have my team that I work with and I rely heavily on myself and my team leader to provide some resources, skills, training, and just some of that hands-on shadowing opportunity. And whenever I encounter some issues or questions, I can just call up my team leader and ask for some mentorship and guidance. Mm -hmm. um, I also rely heavily on my family and friends just for that support system because you really need a support system because there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the people I rely on. Yeah, that's spot on because oftentimes realtors come into this field thinking that they're gonna be alone, mm -hmm. thinking that um, they have just me, myself and I sort of mentality. And I think a lot of that comes from their perception of what real estate is. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's your own business. Yes, you got to do it all. But you need to be able to rely on others that have done it all before. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And you just follow a path that you know is going to lead you to success. So you, you couldn't have said it better. I think when you go into the, to the business, if you're going solo, and this is a whole nother conversation that we can have, but if you decide to go solo, you better find a support system and you better find someone who can, to a certain degree, hold your hands mm -hmm. uh, because you're you're going to need that to be able to avoid mistakes along the way. And mistakes are inevitable. And I think mistakes make us stronger. But having someone guide you who's done it all, who's made more mistakes than you, is going to get you that much closer to your ultimate goal. I agree. So, hey, why did you choose a team over going solo? I chose a team because I wanted to learn about the industry the right way the first time. I wanted to know all the do's and don'ts from the inside out from successful agents in the industry who have already established themselves. And also just being by yourself and running a business is tough. Mm -hmm. Like when you need that support system around you, some people are capable of just doing it by themselves with networks that they have and connections. For me, I just really wanted to learn how to do things the right way the first time and yeah, have that support system. Those were my main, my main goals. That's, that's amazing. And I, I think you and I both looked at it that way mm -hmm. where the more the merrier. Um, and I think we do share that abundance mindset where, you know, we are, uh, coachable enough to be able to learn from others that have been around for a substantially longer amount of time. Um, and we know that we have enough um, camaraderie and collaboration abilities to be able to work alongside, you know, multiple realtors. Mm -hmm. And so my um, take on it was very similar. So I started off as solo for a very short amount of time, probably about a month. Um, and immediately realized that I needed to make less mistakes. And I, I strive to make mistakes because they teach me some amazing things, but someone who's already been around the block mm -hmm. uh, has seen it all. So I wanted to leverage that. And a really good friend of mine at the time, Jock Paul, was an agent of five years and he had done a ton of deals and he was solo. So he, he, he figured it out on his own, uh, the tough way. 
And so we joined forces together. So we kind of just made our own team. And now we're in a position where we can empower other realtors that are just joining the industry or folks that are solo and want that camaraderie team spirit mm -hmm. um, that want to join our team or, you know, veteran agents that uh, want a little bit of fresh freshness and fresh ideas and, you know, the connection of innovation technology to serving our clients. That is sort of what we empower ourselves with. Um, and I'm extremely excited to be in a position where I work alongside multiple realtors. And, and exactly like you said, you don't feel like you're alone. Mm -hmm. you know, even, even as a team leader, I rely heavily on the realtors that work with me because everyone brings this amazing level of expertise and experience from their past lives. Mm -hmm. and, and oftentimes we forget to recognize that most people are going into real estate as their second or third career move. So they've got a ton of experience from their past jobs that they can directly implement into the business of real estate. And sometimes we just don't see it from that angle. And to have that um, feedback coming from a third party who sees it differently, I think is absolutely invaluable. Hey, so have you ever considered getting a coach? 100%. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think about coaches in general? I love the idea of coaches as well because just like every athlete out there, you could be so successful. You need that person to really train you into becoming better. You are great right now, but you want to reach that level of success. So you have to keep growing. And to do that, you need a mentor, a coach to help you get into that mindset of a winner, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to run a team as well. So having a coach will allow me to learn how to be a coach as well to eventually a team that I want to want yeah. to mentor as well. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you. I too have a coach, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, I intend on being a coach. Um, and my coach has a, has a coach of exactly. her own, yeah. right? So that just shows to speak that, you know, the ideas and the initiatives are within us. The action, on the other hand, is sometimes not there. Um, it, it is often a choice, but we need someone to fight against that voice in the back of her head. And that voice oftentimes needs to be that of another person, right? And, and so... When it comes to coaches, you know, I've tried a ton of coaches. I've gone through the Tom Ferry coaching program and, and hired a coach. And, you know, that was very much so um, the mechanical stuff, right? So the technical scripts and, and you know, how to properly build a business plan and what, what does geofarming look like? What are some of the marketing initiatives you can take to be able to be that knowledge broker in your area that everyone recognizes and all of that is great mm -hmm. but i think it all boils down to after acquiring all that knowledge are you willing to take action and that's a, you know some people refer to it as that drunk monkey in the back of our heads right <laughs> where um you know you you think that you, you you choose not to do certain things and when i say you not just you including me including everyone else mm -hmm because you're afraid of the outcome that it'll pr produce. And so I think if we rip that right out where you convince yourself that the outcome is gonna be fantastic and you know you portrayed that when you were speaking out 
um, the results of things that you want as if they already existed. Yeah. You know, those are some of the mindset things that we have the ability to tweak. Unfortunately, it just doesn't happen on our own. We need the right people in our um, sort of circle to be able to guide us to that promised land. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. So what type of advice do you have for realtors that really want to do well in 2022, really want to scale it up? And I'm not just talking new realtors. I'm talking about realtors that have been along uh, for a while and they have now this gold rush of real estate that we call, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is the market of 2022, which just continues to climb uh, with no anticipation of slowing down. How would you really leverage this year and just crush it? I would tell everybody, including myself, uh, get on social media. You could reach such a large audience just from making a video. You can put it across all platforms like YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, you name it. And most of my success um, in my first year of real estate came from my social media. I started my accounts when I was doing the course and in my bio, I just wrote soon to be agent. And then I switched it right when I passed the exam and got my license. So social media is your best friend. Also networking with not just clients and uh, getting clients for the future, also networking with other realtors. Realtors really have been adding to my success. So I would recommend networking with other realtors and even picking brains of business owners. So I've reached out to some friends from high school and through my life where they've started a business and I just say, hey, like, how did you get clients in the beginning stages? How did you leverage social media? What what strategies did you use? So thinking outside of the box really will help you in the industry. So those are some of my tips and yeah, they've been working for me. So hopefully they clearly have, (laughs) you're killing it. And uh, you know, these are very basic, fun things that you can do to just kind of put your name out there. Mm -hmm. And and really, you know, there's a lot of realtors in BC. So what makes a client want to choose you over someone else? And it's literally just going to be the synergy that you create with that person in front of you. Mm -hmm. Because we're ultimately just human beings and we connect with certain people and we don't connect with certain other people. And you know, it's challenging for a client to actually figure out what they feel about you over just a phone call or email. It's easier for them if you can send them videos so they have an idea of who you are, how you talk, you know, whether or not they would jive well with your personality, whether or not they align with your values. And I think the more we put ourselves out there and just be that open book of who we are exactly and what our purpose is in real estate mm-hmm. and we who we intend on serving, those people are going to get attracted towards us because we're just putting it out there. And that's just how simple it is. Um, and so my advice to realtors of all types going into 2022 is to really leverage technology, just like you mentioned, technology of all types, um, not just social media, but having systems in place that will allow you more time back, okay? So as you grow your business, what you will find is you just don't have enough time to be able to deal with, you know, uh, eight active files, right? You know, and especially in this market, if it's buyers, it's difficult because, you know, you're writing what, like five to eight offers, five, 10 offers uh, before you even get one accepted, right? And and for those five, 10 offers, you're probably doing like 30 showings. So our time is our biggest commodity. And so 
as you grow, what you want to keep in mind is you have the ability to delegate or outsource. So what does that look like? Well, perhaps you can um, delegate to a system in place, um, like a strong CRM or just a strong system that your brokerage offers. So more things are automated and it gives you time back to be able to do more revenue producing activities, to get in front of people more, to get more prospecting done. And the second is if you find yourself in a place where you're doing a ton of business, then feed some capital back into the business. Go hire yourself a virtual assistant. You know, having Simran on board um, has made my life so much easier. Um, and she just takes away a lot off of my plate as it relates to anything that would keep me in this office um, and away from my clients. So that would be my big advice for realtors that have decided not to hire assistants that have had substantial amount of success in their um, business over the last year and that's continuing this year is you have the possible capacity to grow and you know exactly what to do you need to hire someone or outsource some of this work but are you afraid of the places that you're potentially going to be able to get to i think that's the real question so sim thank you so much for being here today i think we discussed a ton of valuable information that would be good for both realtors as well as clients to take a look at to really be able to identify, okay, who do I want in my corner? Um, so I appreciate you being here. Maybe we'll do some more of these in the future. Um, if the audience wanted to find you on social media, where would they go? So I'm on LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and you can find me at realtor.sim. And I look forward to connecting with you.